Is this the year that you are going to finally write that book that you've been thinking of for years? If so, keep on listening. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Writer Podcast. I am Bethany. I am your host today and every day because this is my podcast. (laughs) I am a writer, editor, and book coach, and I am so glad that you are here today. It is day four. Yes, day four of our Book Empire series. It is a seven-part series where we talk all about what is a book empire and how you can make one for yourself and stepping into that really great, empowered, energized energy of saying, yep, it's my turn. No more waiting. No more asking permission. I am ready to go. I am ready to dust off the manuscripts, to dust off myself and get out of my own way so I can write books and really build a career and connection with readers. Hello, that is what we're talking about today. If you are resonating with this already, tag me on social media, let me know, and of course, drop some photos of your pets as well, because that is apparently my love language. (laughs) I love seeing everybody's pets and all of their funny little faces and their funny little toys, so send them my way. But definitely tag me and let me know how you're enjoying this podcast series so far. I know that I'm really enjoying talking about it, so... Let's just dive right in. Day four, what are we talking about today? What is something vital that you, I've been saying a book empire CEO, but you can say a book empire um, empress, (laughs) a book empire leader, a book empire, whatever the title is that you want. But what, what is one of the most important things that you must do to embrace and to keep up that energy of like, it's my turn. I own this. I own 51% of this company. Well, one of the big things I want you to do, and I want you to keep this in mind, you need to stop. Yeah, I know. Is it an oxymoron to say, this is what you must do? You need to stop doing something? (laughs) Well, you know what? Let's just keep going. You, as a book empire CEO, need to stop arguing for your limitations. Yes. Just stop. Don't keep buying into the old language of I can't, I shouldn't. It's not, it's not how it's usually done. Oh, geez, Louise, save me from that phrase. It's not how it's usually done. You know, back when I had a day job, this was years and years ago. So I worked at a church actually, and it was interesting. Like it was such an interesting place to work that. I swear to God, I am writing a book about it. I'm going to call it God Wears Gucci. And (laughs) it is, it is so, it it was so bonkers. And some of it was really wonderful. Shout out to Father Frank and the staff in like my first few years of working there. But then some of it was really, really awful and weird. And I was like, wow, I got to get out of this place. But anyway, I was working there and one of our tasks was we had a church bulletin and it was just like your regular typical eight and a half by 11 Xerox page that we would make and they would go to different churches because we were a cluster parish and so like five churches made up our one parish. These women, 
would count, like literally, like 300 would go to this parish, 300 bulletins would go to this parish, 200 bulletins would go to that parish, um, 800 bulletins would go to this parish, and they would literally count them one at a time. And I said, why don't we just get a scale like they do with deli meat, and we'll count them. Like, we have to count them first to get the weight, but then once we get the weight, we'll just know that, hey, um, like, three ounces is X amount of bulletins. And so then all we have to do is weigh the bulletins instead of spending hours. Like, this literally would take at least an hour just to organize the bulletins into their correct where they're going. And I said, why don't we just weigh them? It's paper. Again, all you have to do is weigh the pages, count it one time to establish the weight, and then you know, because the paper weight is not going to fluctuate. And do you know what the response was? Even though they were like, yeah, that would work. That makes sense. But we have always done it this way. So I was like, okay. Anyway. Anytime that I would make a suggestion, <laughs> anytime I would make a suggestion in this place, it was always shot down with, we, we've always done it this way. We've always done it this way. And I thought, well, that's what's, it's keeping you small. It's keeping you small. It's keeping you behind the times. It's keeping you using machinery that is so outdated. I remember they were using typewriters still. And... I said, you know, you don't have to do that. Like, I can scan this for you. I can actually make it just in a print tray and align the pages for you. So then you just print it out. And they were like, no, no, no. We've always done it this way. And it would be such a time waste. And such, a, and you know, if time equals money, it was also a money waste. So you see that there are consequences, big or small, for just always staying in the mind frame of, well, I can't do this because, well, I shouldn't do this because, well, this is not the way because it's always been done this way. That is called arguing for your limitations. So if you want to write a vampire romance, what I call the romanticy, <laughs> then write that fucking thing. Don't be like, well, I can't because it's not trendy right now. I can't because people online told me that they're sick of vampire books. Okay, breaking that down, book trends come and go, and it also takes a minute for book trends to really hit the mainstream so the mainstream can see that it's a trend. Don't forget, the books being published today were bought one, two, three years ago. So you could be writing a vampire book, submit it, get an agent and all the thing, go on all the journey with it, and by the time it gets out to the mainstream general public, you could be in the trend of vampires coming back again. But also, if you are taking your creative cues from strangers on Twitter, um, that is going to limit you. That is going to shut you down because if there's one thing I've learned, and you know what, Twitter actually, knock on wood, <laughs> it's been a pretty good place for me. I love the writing community. I've met so many cool people on that bird app. And I, I have actually met really good friends on that bird app. And so I, I'm, I've been okay with it. But I'm also fully aware that there is a lot of drama and chaos and just 
loud mouth people spouting their opinions. And so if you are looking to Twitter as like a temperature read, or if you are going by Twitter and everyone's like, oh, I can't stand when this happens in a book. And you say, okay, I, I won't do that in my book. I guarantee you, you will find a the same number of people saying, oh, I love when that happens in a book. And then what do you do? What do you do with that information? I talked about this before. It is it is a disservice to yourself to let the opinions of others sand down the cool edges of your story or water down the themes and story questions and characters just because they don't like it. I mean, it's subjective. Writing at the core is subjective. It's like any piece of art. I go into a gallery and I look at something hanging on the wall and I could hate it. And my best friend could love it. In fact, this happened to me and my brother where we were watching Daredevil, the TV show, and there's an episode where Matt Murdock goes into an art gallery. Is, is everyone aware of this episode? And he is being described a very intense red painting. And I was like, oh, I hate that painting. And my brother was like, I love it. I'd buy it if I could. I love it. I want it. I need it. <laughs> so... I mean, what do you do as the painter? Do you listen to me and that artwork never gets to exist because I don't like the idea of it? Or do you listen to my brother who's like, I love it, do it, yay, let's go. I mean, it's just not fair to you or your creativity or your stories if you are constantly thinking, I can't do something because people tell me not to, because people don't like it, because it's not trendy right now. You're fighting for limitations. And as you build your book empire, it is so important to fight for not your limitations, but how far you can go for your goals, for your big dreams, for just doing it. You know, Angela Bassett is not the only one who gets to do the thing. You get to do it too. <laughs> so no more fighting for your limitations. That's done. And as an extension to this, and this is an actionable step I want you to embrace from today until forever, like today until forever, I'm serious. No more shoulding on yourself. Uh-huh, I said it. Should. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Why aren't I doing this? Because I should be there by now. Should is a shaming word. It makes you feel like you are less than, that you've missed something. It could make you feel like you're a failure. It could make you feel like you're broken and you're not any of those things. You are a writer. You know how important words are. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know how important and powerful words are. So you must, must, must start really taking stock of the words you're saying to yourself. Because I'm telling you, these words can lock you down. They can lock you down big time. And we don't want that. You're building a book empire. You need to quit fighting for limitations and fighting for, I don't have limitations. Who said it best? Um... You know, I'm a musical theater geek, so, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. In Wicked, you know, Defying Gravity. I, I honestly can't believe I am drawing a blank with her name. Um, help me out. Help me out. Tag me on social media. See, I'll have to look this up now because it'll bother me. But I know the Kristen Chenoweth character. 
Alphaba, right? Oh, anyway, look, be an alphaba. You're flying high. You're defying gravity. You're not being, you're not being pulled down by your limitations. You are not fighting for limitations anymore. Okay. So that's today's episode. I hope it's helpful. I hope you really do take this in because it's important. Stop fighting for your limitations. All right. You can do this. You got this. Tomorrow we have another day of the series, of Book Empire series. Share it with friends and leave a review. Send me that screenshot. Oh, and also before I forget, I have, if you are like really vibing with this whole Book Empire thing, if you are really like, yes, Bethany, I want to go the distance. I want to defy gravity. I want to get out of my own way. So I can show up in my writing life in my absolute best way. I have a freebie to end all freebies. It is amazing. It is a Book Empire starter pack and it's good. It's really good. Check it out. Go to my website, bethanyhensel.com and download yours now. It's free. It's amazing. And if it doesn't make you go, oh my goodness, at least once... I'll be surprised, okay? Because even I was like going, oh my goodness, and I, I'm teaching the stuff. <laughs> so check it out. It's really, really good, and it's going to be a game changer. All right, that's it, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Go fly high. <laughs>